0: you knew I had to play that right and you're welcome because you'll have that stuck in your head for the rest of the day <laughs> did you feel it yeah 4.1 magnitude earthquake rattled parts of the province last night the shaking started around 9 23 in the evening uh, we're told the quake was uh, 37 kilometers northwest of Rocky Mountain House and 10 kilometers deep people across the province felt it here in Edmonton Red Deer even some in Calgary no damage reported hearing from some friends at and some uh, listeners this afternoon uh, from Rocky Mountain House who said they didn't feel it, uh, but someone who lives not too far from where I live out in Devon says, yeah, I felt it. I was sitting in the in the uh, rocking chair or in the Lazy Boy watching TV, and it was just like a little shake. Let's find out more about earthquakes in this province, in this country, with Timmy Mulder, who is an earthquake seismologist with the Geological Survey of Canada. Timmy, welcome back to the show. Hi, Jay Lynn. Great song. <laughs> I had to play it, and yes, I've been singing it all afternoon. That should be, thats is that your theme song, Timmy? <laughs> oh, daily. <laughs> <laughs> what can you tell us, if anything, about that little quake that uh, has everybody
1: in this province
0: talking today?
1: Yes. Well, uh, you said most of it yeah. occurred at 9:23 last night. Um, the magnitude has been updated to a magnitude five earthquake, oh. which is a little more consistent with how far it was felt.
0: Okay, so, so five, and that's actually then one of the the strongest ones that has been recorded in this province, if I remember mm-hmm, correctly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the other ones, the last one, well we had one in February last time we spoke yeah. on Valentine's Day. There was magnitude that was magnitude three point nine and um before that the biggest one was uh, a 4.6 in well there was 4.6 in 2019 and another in 2015.
0: Yeah interesting I'm going back and I look like there was a I think the biggest one was 5.4 but it was April 14th 2001 that was uh east or northeast of Dawson Creek. Timey, you Mm -hmm. know Alberta Alberta gets earthquakes. I mean, we have ma- we have mounds. There's shifting plates, and that's all, all around. Do, do you think that there's more that actually happened in this province than, than we know about because of uh, maybe where they're happening and maybe no population? Or would any earthquake be recorded by the equipment that um, the Geological Survey of Canada
1: has and other organizations have? A large seismic network is designed at a minimum to record uh, magnitude three and greater, Canada-wide, and it does a very good job of that. Um, we, in certainly along in the southern part of the Rockies, we we can record things a bit smaller than that. It really just depends where our instrumentation is. If if it's uh, if there's not a lot of instrumentation in a given area, um, then we just don't pick up the earthquakes because the waveforms don't necessarily travel far enough, but we're certainly, or or we may pick it up, but if we don't get it on enough stations, we can't actually make a location for it. That being said, um, there is fairly good coverage in, in okay. Southern Alberta. And um, most of the tectonic activity that we're seeing, this is not that big a surprise. It's in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. And that's still an active area. You know, it's not as active as the West Coast, but it still gets events.
0: So, so what is happening in the foothills? I mean, I think, you know, people have a, a general idea of what causes an, a, an earthquake. But w- what's happening in the foothills um, specifically that, that triggers these?
1: Oh well, it's it's really due to the stresses on the edge of the plate on the west coast, with the Pacific plate and the Juan de Fuca plate system interacting with the North America (laughs) plate, and those um, travel across. Those stresses just travel across and travel inland, and as they start to peter out, and wherever you see mountains, they're there because you had earthquakes. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) The whole mountain building process is. Generates earthquakes and um, and and it's all residual stresses from what's happening on the edge of the plate as it propagates inland, and it really peters out in the foothills. It and not that there's anything super special right there, but that's where it starts okay. to the seismicity peters out, and then. There's not really much tectonic activity in the flatter parts of Alberta.
0: <laughs> so, what can you what can you learn from from these that happen in the foothills? You know, is will there be would there be a lot of research into into what happened last night? Uh,
1: well, yes, we'll, we're still going to be looking at it over the next week or so, um, uh, and we do periodically revisit the seismicity in these. In these areas, you know, this is now uh, another large event, Uh large-ish event (laughs) in this area. And um, we do incorporate that into uh, everything that we do for monitoring earthquakes in Canada goes into the National Building Code of Canada and into building design. Mm. And, yeah, and so... Uh, This will certainly be part of the data set that goes into the next release of the the building code, and I doubt it's going to alter – well, we'll see. We'll see if it alters any of the the seismic hazard and building requirements, but that's essentially what we do.
0: Timmy e. Mulder joining me this afternoon. Uh, ta- Timmy is an earthquake seismologist with the Geological Survey of Canada. Hey, Timmy, over the years, when we've seen some really big earthquakes, you know, um, around the world in North America, there's been there's been talk about, you know, being able to predict them and the the work to maybe m- know when one is when is coming. Where are we on on that front? Is is that anywhere closer? Is that still a long, long way off?
1: Well, prediction per se is a long way off, and yeah. it's, it's a very loaded word word in my community. <laughs> 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 However, what we can do is we can forecast earthquakes, and uh, we can we and we have and that's improving. Every decade it seems you know we, we can have a geographic region and we can say within this particular geographic region we expect the maximum magnitude to be something like this you know like let's say magnitude five and we know that these reoccur at um maybe 100, 100 year intervals yeah. or maybe they reoccur on a decadal scale yeah you know like in tens of years and we're able to forecast that way we're learning a lot from the tohoku earthquake the magnitude 9 in japan uh. in 2011 and there's active re- active research is still going on um from the data from that event and comparing it to, with data in other subduction zones other big earthquakes and new things are being learned all the time it's it's quite exciting and so i do think that We're beginning to understand some of these things like these earthquake cycles a bit better. Uh, That would be certainly for the West Coast for subduction zone earthquake cycles. We're starting to understand those a bit better. And as we understand those a bit better, we understand a bit better about the stresses that get generated inland. And then, you know, potentially one day we'll become a lot closer to doing what you want to do predict <laughs> but
0: really tell me when it's going to happen timing <laughs> we're forecasting <laughs> okay, a question for you as a as an earthquake seismologist have you ever felt an earthquake
1: oh yes yeah oh yes yeah probably the well i, I don't know if it's a I certainly I felt I felt a number of earthquakes. The most dramatic for me, in some ways, was well, there was two. One was a magnitude four near um, Pitt River, and I happened to be at UBC at the time, and it felt like a truck ran into the building, <laughs> and that was my my first awareness of. Uh, that was probably the first earthquake that I really really knew I had felt, mm-hmm. and. What really stuck with me on that one was that it felt like the the ground moved under <laughs> my feet, and it made me feel in inside. It made me feel really, really, really small. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> like, oh my goodness! And then I did feel the magnitude six point eight Nisqually earthquake down in Puget Sound in two thousand and one. Wow. Yeah, and that but that shaking's completely different. That was a longer sensation because it was a bigger earthquake and it was much further away wow interesting and stuff. and at that point I just dreaded it because I knew I was going to have an awful lot of work to do <laughs>
0: <laughs> fascinating work that you do though uh timey, and I sure appreciate you making time whenever we call up and say hey there's been another one in Alberta we need to talk about it uh but fascinating <laughs> stuff and, uh, and uh, as I said I appreciate your time and, and your insights your expertise thanks for this Thank you very much, Jaylen. It's always a pleasure. Take care. Timmy Mulder. Isn't that the greatest name as well? Timmy Mulder, an earthquake seismologist with the Geological Survey of Canada.